All right, so I'm starting. I'm the host. You're the host. That's very exciting. <laughs> so this, to me, is like when you watch a show like The Office and you stick with it and love it for the first seven seasons and then Michael Scott leaves and you're like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Did they really put Andy in charge I, what, of <laughs> what's, I guess I'll keep watching. I don't know why. I want to find out how it ends, but I don't really give a fuck anymore. So that's what this is, apparently. I'm with Chris and Dave. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Hello, sir. It's even worse than that. It's like Laverne and Shirley when uh, Shirley left and Laverne was like checked out. And it's just Lenny and Squiggy, like yeah. the adventures. Like, like there's no reason to That's watch. what I was saying where I, uh, yeah, not, not as good a show, but that 70s show came to mind where it's like, these characters wouldn't be in this house anymore. <laughs> right, like, why right. are they, <laughs> the show should have ended. Yes. <laughs> so, but we're, we're here, we're doing it. And I always feel very uncomfortable because I've, uh, I've gotten a lot of tries at this. I have had a few rough drafts with uh, uh, mental time, I guess, and I've uh, fucked it up the first couple of times, so we'll see how this goes. Although, I'm not an employee anymore, so I'm just taking Cullinane's lead. That's true. Like. That's true. You're that's, just that's taking the pressure nice off me. I what, just Cullinane is telling me to do this, so I said I would do it. Um, You're a good soldier, Mike. Yes. So uh, why, but why, why is it weird? Like, if he were off on radio, somebody has to fill in. So like, why does it have to be weird? Just because it's a podcast? Uh... No, because we feel I feel like it wouldn't be us filling in if you were on radio. Yeah, uh, I guess you're right <laughs> you would there. still I be guess. there, I guess, because you're the producer. But I don't think this would be the selection of you think of this. Chris, <laughs> do you agree with that? You think of this podcast in its current form were on the radio in the mornings, let's say that if Kirk was out, Mike wouldn't be the host. Well, I, I just don't think this podcast would be on the radio. Like, this, this is a whole different play energy. Game. Can you play the game? Play the game for a second. Let's say it was on the radio, Chris. I know, but I'm but, just saying, but I think the reason it does feel weird, and I, I agree with Mike that it does, is just because this has such a different energy than, like, a traditional Yeah, podcasts don't show. usually do that, where it's, like, fill-in guys for some vague amount of time. Yeah. Especially this show where the talent gap is so... So wide. So, wide. <laughs> so <laughs> tremendously wide. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because <laughs> that's the office analogy again doesn't work because like at least Dwight is a great character. Right. Well, we, don't, we don't have that. Really. Right. <laughs> and Andy, you could be like, he's enough like Michael Scott. I don't know. It's, it's more like Saved by the Bell, the new class. When you had instead of Screech, you had Weasel. Right. It, it was just a really rough. Yeah, that's that's what this is. But uh, we'll make do the best we can, I guess. Why, I, why do we underestimate ourselves, gentlemen? Why can't we have a confidence in our abilities whatsoever? <laughs> well, I guess it's we'll, a realism, Dave. <laughs> we can just get started with. I thought Dave brought up a very interesting point that I had not seen anywhere. We were talking before the show, and he made something. I mean, I guess I hadn't thought of, but it was an interesting perspective where he said. You know, the real unfortunate thing that kind of breaks your heart about all this is I was going to get to do shows with Ryan Whitney and Jared Carabas this week. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. Now, it's, now it's a little selfish of Kirk to leave me like this. <laughs> Ryan Whitney, you didn't even like respond to my text messages confirming he would come in or not. Just utter disgust. Yeah, so. when I walked in, I saw a little tear leave Dave's eye. It's like, <laughs> you're not Ryan Whitney. <laughs> what could have been a spitting chicklets poster <laughs> right. up? This would have been an unbelievable content week. It's, it's a shame. It really is. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, we all know what happened. I talked about it a little uh, last night. I, someone said I poured my heart. You said someone on Twitter was saying I poured my heart I out. Just I just yeah, said it. Matters. I didn't feel that way. I think when I'm alone, I get very weird. Like, I'm not funny at all. Not that I'm funny when now. you're alone? Not that I'm funny now. <laughs> right. But, like, I'm not playful at all is a better word, I guess. I seem very serious for some reason. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a weird uh, situation. And, like I said last night... You know, I hope the show comes back selfishly, but also like if it's bad for Kirk, I would rather it doesn't come back because it's a thing. And I, I, you know, I think he said as much. Uh, 
it won't go away. The only way it goes away is if he stops doing, I would say probably both podcasts. I don't know Murchison's involvement with the case, but I'm assuming he goes after those advertisers too. Um, so I don't think it goes away if he continues podcasting, which is a, I imagine a tremendously difficult decision. For, and he's obviously had to deal with it several times. Well, I mean, I don't think, does it matter what content you're producing? Obviously, his mental health is going to be what it is, no matter what you're doing on a daily basis, right? right. And then the flip side, uh, the Murchison angle, it doesn't matter. It, it, he Kirk could stop this thing. He's not done. Like, as long as Kirk's tweeting, as long as he's public, like, Murchison just won't stop. until. That's what I'm he, saying. Yeah, it's gross. Well, like, I just don't know what he wants. That's what makes me nothing. so angry. Like, what nothing. makes, what what does he want? There is no, there's nothing that he wants. It's not, and I can tell you why it's clearly got nothing to do with a, any sort of trans issue or anything is because you would remember better than me, Chris, maybe, but I don't remember Kirk being the one saying, not to throw anyone else under the bus. No. I don't remember Kirk being the one that said anything that bad in the original clip. No, I mean, so, yeah, so Murchison's mad at Kirk because he was in the room when someone made anti-trans comments Six, seven years but, ago? Is so, this what we're doing? So, even, by the way, it's not even necessarily anti-trans comments. It's just the fact that the conversation was had. A yeah. conversation that was not viewed as positive or entirely positive, right? Look at just, even. I know we bring it back because we kiss his ass a little bit, but Joe Rogan, right? He can't say anything about the vaccine unless it's whatever Dr. Fauci said. And that's the same thing in this situation is if it's not in the exact light that they want to hear something, then it's negative. And now we have to attack them. But that's no, exactly the, re what the reason I brought that up is that uh, it, whoever's in that room <laughs> made the joke in question that it got Murchison so angry uh, about the show Transparent well, I mean, or whatever I was it was. I mean, Jerry has Jerry said it on his show. He's like, you know, Jerry's even said on Jerry Highland podcast. He's not Kirk's not the one who made the offending comments. Right. So, I mean, it was so yeah, it was I think that tells you everything you need to know about Murchison because Kirk's the one he's going after the hardest because Kirk fights back and he know like Kirk's going to talk about it as much as he can on the show. And that I think that's the aspect that Murchison likes where it's some sort of war or battle. You know what I mean? Like I, he's still going after Jerry as far as I know. Right. Yep. Yep. Believe so. It doesn't seem like as hard as there, there are not hit pieces that he's commenting on in the fucking uh, uh, business insider about Jerry Callahan. Right. You know, it seems like more aggressive towards Kirk and maybe that's just cause I, but what did, what did Murchison pay more attention to that? To, to your point of what does he want? Like, like, what did he win by being included in this article? Which I know, Chris, I've seen you question this. Why was he there to the first place? He shouldn't have been there in the first right. place. But, yes. No, I, I disagree, Dave. I think it's very important that in an article yes. essentially accusing Dave of rape, yes. which he didn't do in the people in the article said he didn't do it. But it's important to have Bob Murchison in there because he covered Barstool. Which, by the way, so his Murchison's credentials for being in this article are that he's covered Barstool for the last two and a half years. Well, with that logic, hasn't Chris also? Yeah. Like, isn't yeah, Chris an equal insider? Isn't, 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 isn't every, every fucking stoolie yeah. an insider on Barstool that's paid yeah. attention to the Barstool world? Yeah. Yes. That's Bob's big credential, and he's a fucking equity but trader, Bob's, or whatever they called him. Bob's only win, and I think Dave said this, and we'll play some of Dave's show uh, in a little bit here, but Dave said Bob's only win in this situation is he took Kirk off the air. For, for how long, we don't know. That was Bob's win, right? He's, he got under Kirk's skin, and or he thinks that he played a role in taking Kirk off the air. I don't know if that's true. You know, Based on what Kirk said, this is something that had been boiling over the last couple of weeks. You can't hold it in, all that stuff. I, I don't yeah. know anything on the personal level about that so stuff. That's the other thing, too, is like, I don't know that it's necessarily just Murchison. Yes. And I hate 
commenting on this because Kirk would hate me commenting on it. And I don't know the guy personally. So I have no fucking idea. This is me talking as a listener. But there have been a couple times that I've been in here uh, where he's made like jokes or kind of subtle comments. And I think you've even heard me go like, oh boy, <laughs> like yep. we're kind of fucking around, but I have picked up on like, he'll start making more of those comments when he's kind of dealing with it a little more. And uh, I don't know what my role is supposed to be. I don't think I'm the guy he wants to have a heartfelt conversation with. So I kind of just make a joke about it on the show. Maybe that's wrong of me. I have no idea. But my point is, it's not just Bob Murchison. The tra- he may have Correct. been the, the, you know, straw that broke the camel's back, but I don't know. And, and obviously the timing is the timing, right? So you may, people want to think that either right. way. So maybe Bob gets a fucking little stiffy in his pants because he might've played a role in that. But the truth is probably one, you're wrong. And then two, what, what else came of Bob Murchison's inclusion in this? Like nothing came of it. We don't know of any advertisers that left Barstool because of this yet. Like we don't know anything else. The only fact that has come out that has actually happened is that Kirk decided to, to, to step away and they probably aren't even connected in my opinion. I don't know, but that's, he really like, he shouldn't have been a part of it and he really didn't win and get anything out of it except for a stiffy that he was included. It's very that's emotional. It. It's, very passionate it's, it's, it's gross. It's harassment. It's yeah. it's gross from so it's, many angles. It's, it's wild gr- harassment. I, I was Alba was asking me about this. She's like, why can't Kirk sue him or something? And I was like, I think he's, I hate to say smart about it, but like I think he does it in a manner where if Kirk could do anything legally, I'm sure he would have by now, oh, Bob, where there's Bob's just a, no repercussion he can take. Bob's a very smart guy. Yeah. He's a smart guy with nearly unlimited resources, but I just, he keeps changing the goalpost. So, uh, you know, Behind the scenes stuff, Dave, Mike, and I were texting, and uh, we're just kind of look, looking at older episodes, like kind of just fig- trying to figure it, trying to figure it out. Right. And Mike mentioned uh, the October second, twenty nineteen episode, and I went back and, and listened, which is an interesting listen if people are looking for some old episodes. And uh, it's Bob's uh, the clips that Bob sent out to right. uh, to advertisers uh, at the show at the time. And none of the clips had anything to do with, with trans, right? It was no. all about uh, Mike fucking his mother. I was say, some of them weren't Kirk. Some of them were like me or Steve. Yeah. And <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I, I don't know if we're, are we on, are we on YouTube, Dave, right now? Uh, we're not live. Okay. We're, we're recording it, but I, we will like, be. Like yeah. the, the C word, uh, yep. I know you can't say that on YouTube. So, you know, that was one of the clips. Uh, it was, it was a few different clips, um, but had none of them had anything to do with, with trans issues. Yep. So right. I don't know. That's what my question is. What does Bob want? Like, that's just, that's what I don't understand. And what has Portnoy ever done in that realm? You know what I mean? Like, if again, if it's trans, like, how does Portnoy get involved in this at all? Or is it just Murchison sees another person he can fuck with now? Like, I don't get the Portnoy angle or Murchison being involved in that article whatsoever because it has literally nothing to do with Kirk. Well, it started out as, uh, you know, like it's like a shield. Like he's used trans as right. his shield of why he should start being an activist. And then it just translated into, oh, no, I'm going to cancel, you know, just anybody who's controversial. Right. And not I don't know if he's going behind. The I don't scenes think it's that, though. He's not going after anyone. He's not going after fucking Dave Chappelle. So, it's so No, but it's, so it's Kirk. Right. It's Kirk first, Kirk and Jerry. And then it's anybody they touch around them. I would assume. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think that either. I think it's a big enough name. Because I was saying, like, if he wanted to, he could find clips of me saying something dumb. But yep. he hasn't done that, for except on the ones we played on the show, obviously. Yep. But I say dumb shit everywhere, so yep. he could find those if he wanted to. And, and I, there are I so think many right-wing shows that have that speak so much, uh, so many, so much more negative stuff about trans stuff, whether it be on Fox News or whatever have you, that are bigger yep. names than Kirk. Right. I just don't understand what the obsession with Kirk is. I don't know how this ends. Like, I don't know... 
I, I don't because I, he keeps changing the goalposts. I don't know what he wants, and unless you know what he wants, nothing can end. It's a it's a uh, it's got to be a miserable thing to deal with. And the other thing about uh, Kirk's mental health again that I probably shouldn't speak on, but uh, the the thing he always brings up that I can't relate to at all is hearing voices in his head that he can't control. That's an angle that like I've dealt with depression and all that shit, but uh, the idea of Hearing voices, it's really a guy like Kirk who's always so in control. Yep. Not having control over that has to be difficult, which is a thing. I don't know if that's triggered by Murchison or how that works, but that's also another angle of it that is uh, very scary to think about. Which is which is why, I mean, this all transpired last Thursday, so it's a week ago now. I, I was I was here because we had that scheduled Sopranos episode. So we haven't done, there hasn't been any content, right? We haven't done... I mean, he, we've done. He privately. came back and did the one. Uh, oh, Monday show, Monday, right? Yeah. Because of the business insider story and yeah, Murchison's yeah. inclusion. But uh, the fact that he, you know, I guess it's kind of similar, probably, to the fact that he did the Sacco shows. Right last year, he did both Sacco shows and then took his time away. Right. I mean, I was amazed that he did the three minutes and then felt compelled to still go through with that interview. He said it was kind of like it was going to be therapy. I don't know what you. What was your takeaway from that, Chris? Because you're a big Sopranos guy too. It, it did feel like he started to get more like. What comfortable. Was your take on the Sopranos questions no, specifically? No, I just mean like it did seem like it was he got. I don't know. It calmed him down to do that interview. I mean, you were in the room with him. I don't know. You said there was yeah. what, like a 15 minute gap between yeah. um, between you know the, the three minutes that started the show and then the interview itself. I mean, I've been listening to Kirk so long, so I'm sure anyone who's uh, uh, you know been listening for a long time he heard his voice wasn't quite right. Right. Um, but his questions made sense. Everything was a legitimately good question he asked. Uh, Imperioli obviously kind of, you know, bit back at him a little bit. Was, and then Kirk didn't, you know, cower and run. He just kind of tried to explain his right. point better. It wasn't like he just melted down and disintegrated. So, I mean, he's a professional. So I'm sure he looked at it like, all right, I got to do my job for the next half hour, get through this, and then I can kind of worry about my shit later. Yeah. I uh, said it would have been great. Like, I, I don't want that to be the last show, but how great would it, how fitting would it have been if the last show was Kirk? Pouring his heart out, and getting very emotional, and then having an awkward interaction with Michael Imperioli, <laughs> yeah. and then just never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like Steve Sharipa has the last word in the Kirkman Hand Show. Which, uh, by the way, uh, yes, it's just uh, me, Chris, and Cullinan here, but there's been an offer extended. And as I said to Cullinan, as much as it seems like people want us to do it, I believe the offer from Steve Robinson was uh, the proof that I will not do a show with you. And <laughs> yeah. he said, find me somewhere in the country and I'll do a show with you. No other context, <laughs> no clues, no nothing. Just get in a van, you yeah. know, who, Carano's included in that mix too. Why do you leave out Justin, by the way? Justin should should be in on that trip, don't you think? I, wouldn't that be great yeah. if we could f pack a fifth person, especially Justin's size, in that, in that car to play Where's Waldo with Steve Robinson? Dave, have you been coming in every day, even though Kirk's like, are you still coming to the studio at 6 a.m. every no, day? No, I have not been coming in. No, this is the first. Have I been here Punches since? Punches o'clock. No, I haven't been here since. Yeah, I haven't been here since Monday. We did the show Monday. Yeah, so I haven't been in here. And we've been talking just via text, not obviously normal like text exchanges with Kirk. Uh, we were supposed to talk about the case because obviously he felt pity to keep me around and threw me on the case on Monday or whatever. Is that why you're on the case now? Just because you got nothing else to do? Basically? I assume so. Yeah. I mean, I don't we haven't had a conversation about it. Yeah. So I'm convinced he's working with Murchison. This is all a big game. That somehow oh, like Dave was Chris. able. Oh, here we go. Chris. Dave was able to wiggle his way into producing the case. What oh, a shock! Yeah. Boy, that's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting angle that I haven't thought about. Yeah. Well, you want to you want to you want to <laughs> diagnose it right here? Let's, let's we can go going. back. Go back to 2019. If you remember, Murchison. He's a Colonian guy. Murchison never posted clips of Cullinane. Right. Was that because the those 
two weeks or whatever, would they not... Um, how, how long after? What, what date was the Murchison episode that October. you were just referencing? October. October, yeah. And so you were like in a couple July. weeks. Yeah. Did we do anything crazy? That oh, plenty of wild, wacky yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was I mean, crazy. Well, listen, I don't know. I don't know if he likes me anymore. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything, but oh. I, I'm not. Let me just confirm right now. I am not working with Bob Murchison. All right. You sure. can put me on the stand. Likely story. What, I, what else are you going to say? I will take the lie detector test. I'm not guilty. <laughs> I will take it. I didn't send the glitter bomb to his house. All right. I, whatever. I don't know. So. The other thing, like similar to Murchison being involved is obviously uh for anyone that didn't pick up on it it is like five or six months ago i mentioned that uh someone from business insider reached out to me yep and uh, obviously it was julia black and again the idea like if the story is about harassment of women outside of the workplace why would i be involved in it at all I know I'm a major figure, as she said, but but why would I rem- like? Why would you reach out to someone like me? The only possible option could be you're praying that I say I felt harassed and I was I felt like I had to come into work every day. I felt this pressure and like she was praying for that. Well, wasn't yeah. that roughly the same week that Dave said something negative about you on his show? The, it was like eight hours after. Yeah, like <laughs> that pretty much clears yeah. it up. Like I'm guessing she's just watching content and anytime Dave mentions someone in negative light, she reaches out to them for an interview. She, you're right, she'd reach out. And yeah. like, that's why at the time I thought it would have been hilarious if I just like made references and kind of shit on him. But I was like, this is going to be used in a way yeah. that that won't be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I was well, right. You, it would have been the rare like, wisdom from <laughs> my, my, my shot. What thank, was, I thank God. I can't even, I can't Could remember you now. Could you imagine <laughs> <laughs> if I was in there dropping in like KMS references, but saying I was bullied? <laughs> and they would have been eight months old, so no one would have understood no these references. It's all about Steve Robinson. <laughs> I can't even remember what was the context in her article. I'm pulling it up right now. What was the context where his buddy there, Elio, who basically probably around the same time, she got a quote from Elio and he was just like, Dave's a great boss. Dave's a great man. And I can't remember in the article what the context was to include his quote in there. Right. You know, I like she would have thrown you in there somewhere and just made you look like a fucking asshole. I, I don't know. It's just right. it, the whole thing is gross. He's actually uh, and we've been talking about it, we're seeing it online. He's got an emergency press conference at what do you say? 2, 2. p.m. today. Yeah. Uh, which is last night I was glued to my phone to see, you know, cause all of a sudden you could tell he was starting to dance a little bit. Like he was excited to release cause he caught these guys doing something. I don't know what it could be. Uh, you know, I'm guessing he's got some sort of admission of someone saying that they were lying or playing it up or something like that. Yeah. I, I, that's what it felt. That's like. what he seemed to be insinuating. It yeah. had right. something not to do with the stock element, but something more to do with maybe the, the women involved. Well, he was saying, uh, yeah. I, I was listening to uh, the Dave Portnoy show, and he said that, uh, what was it? One of the girls was on like TikTok or something, yeah. saying, no one ever said rape. No one said it wasn't consensual. And it's like, well, if what's the story then? What are we talking? If no one, if everyone said it was consensual, I don't get what even the allegation is. Well, even if you and go- he likes rough sex. Well, even the one with the girl on Nantucket, the 18-year-old on Nantucket, whose mother filed the police report, the the- the mother says she can't remember the incident. And then here she is quoted all over an article, like 
telling vivid details yeah. of you know what I mean like it's just it's there's so many ways to poke holes in this uh in this article that you can totally see why Dave fought for his fucking life the last seven days to combat it because there's so many angles we're not even talking about the potential of like insider trading and all this shit that could right. be going on with all that stuff so it's wild I don't know if you noticed but no out of Dave's uh, messages he keeps writing like TikTok like yeah. words, he insinuates that it's TikTok like uh, the clock's running out on you <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wonder if it's something that was said on actually t on TikTok that that would make sense that might yes. uh, that you know invalidate these a story that's against him I have no idea I could say he's not necessarily always that subtle so maybe not <laughs> it might actually be a coincidence but that would be very funny if that's what he's doing <laughs> uh, yeah with the, with the Dave stuff I, I, I had a thought on, on that I I, I I do wonder, like, what is this guy thinking sometimes? Like, he's in his 40s. He's, you know, talking with these younger women. And, oh, yeah. And even I, and even if, and I, I actually. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what he's thinking. Well, no, right. <laughs> but the more time goes on, the more I'm, I'm starting to really believe in his innocence. Uh, because there haven't been any other stories That's, that have followed suit. Listen. I know I'm the guy that would be defending him here, <laughs> but I also have every reason to not defend Portnoy. Right. But uh, that was the first thing I thought where it's like, this is the best you had. I'm actually impressed that you could interview every woman Portnoy's ever been with and you can only find this. <laughs> He's parading around with right. fucking 20 year olds yep. and you found a couple girls that are like, well, it was a little weird and my mom did, was mad about it. But like, what, like, what does he think? Like, where are his friends? Like, what, like, what, what is he thinking? What do you mean? Like if my if my really rich, powerful, famous friend was acting this carelessly, I would be like, "What the fuck are yeah, you doing?" I, I think we're yeah. overstating probably how often it happened. Like he's not sleeping with a new girl every night when he was single. I don't think if from his DMs or anything like that. I think yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm sure he had a. I'm sure. I don't he had know. A good, I'm I, sure he had a good time. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he had a good time, and I don't think it was like. I don't think the volume is what that article kind of portrayed, or what that oh. mother portrayed well, in they, the police report. They did in that in that article with the uh, what, what the police report was like. One of the people at the bakery said they see him with a different girl every day or something. Yeah, uh, I think the mother said a different girl every day comes out of his house or something like that. Well, I think yeah. the correct answer would be like, if you're with a different 20 year old girl every day and everything you're doing is legal and you're polite, you know, you're yeah. a gentleman about it, then there's nothing wrong with that. No, that's legal. Obviously my my argument would be change it's, the fucking law. If a 40 year old right. shouldn't be with a 20 year old or a 25 year old, whatever, then change the laws. That's not Dave Portnoy's fault. That that's what he likes. I would just be, if it was my friend or my family member, I'd be like, this seems like careless behavior. Like, you're really powerful. People really don't like you. People really want to take you down. You have to yeah. be super careful. You're not just, you know, an insurance salesman. You know, you have to be really, really careful. And he said, I mean, to Dave's credit, though, he said it in one of his first videos. He's like, I've been sloppy. Like, this is, sure. I'm really scared right now. Yep. Um, and may maybe this is just one of those things you kind of learn from. You're like, oh, I got to really, yeah. you know. And, like, it's easy for us to out. say, like, didn't anyone tell him, hey, you're going to get in trouble? But it's like, you could say that with fucking DiCaprio. He's still swinging dick around. To, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of guys you could say that about. That doesn't mean they should be accused of fucking rape. And that's the, no. the, cra the crazy right. thing is now rape is going to be attached to him forever. When that's not even the allegation in the story, but now like I've people in my mentions saying he's how can you defend this rapist and shit? It's like that's not even what they're talking about having having happened. Well, that's in this world we live in. It's like guilty until proven innocent. Where this story could be completely retracted. Yeah, and you know, business insider could have egg in their face. They could take everything down. That's still a stain he's going to have on his reputation forever. Yeah, and it's if that is the case, it's completely unfair. The headline: I was literally screaming in pain. Young women say they met Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy for sex and it turned violent and humiliating. That is fucking insane. Yeah.
based on all the context of that article. It is insane. Yeah. No agenda. Just thought you were a major figure. Wanted to reach out to you. It's just right. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear, uh, kind of just to bring it back to the Minifan world, uh, and just so you know, this is going to go everywhere but the main RSS feed. So I do think there's a lot of people that probably listen to the listen to KMS. They don't hear, you know, maybe we'll play audio from Token CEO as well. They don't listen to Token CEO. They don't listen to the Dave Portnoy show. So, but you guys want to hear uh, when he was talking about Murchison on his show the other day? Sure. Sure. Yeah. By the way, we forgot to mention the fact Merchinson's in this should have discredited the whole thing of all time. Um, I'm not so I'm not totally clear on exactly who he is. Oh, he's what. he's the craziest dude who ever lived. Seriously, okay. He so the quick pause for a second, Dave. Yeah, it's funny just to think of like uh, two years ago when. Porno was like, I don't get why you don't just ignore him. Yeah. <laughs> Quit yeah. talking about him. He'll yeah. go away. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand that perspective though if I was Portnoy in that moment. Having no knowledge of, yeah. I think my advice would be, right, like, just leave it alone. Just ignore it. Like, I think that's what I would probably say, too. Right. Where, if like, you don't know any different. Well, that's why I've been saying, and obviously now wouldn't be the time, but, like, when the podcast started and everything, I uh, would have loved it if Kirk went on, like, Rogan and all these out. Like, could have gone anywhere. He could Tucker Carlson, fucking wherever. Uh, because I want people to expose who Bob Murchison is because it's something that you've never heard of before. It's beyond cancel culture and activism and all that shit. It is one guy whose sole purpose in life is to take down another guy because of something he kind of said once years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the craziest fucking story. And, like, you know, all these guys that are into cancel culture or whatever, this is so far beyond that that I would think it would be uh, such a compelling story. But for whatever reason... Like media outlets have not picked up on who is Bob Murchison, even the one that wrote about him. Business Insider hasn't asked themselves like, who is this fucking guy? Yeah. Why is they he didn't even explain it well in their story? Like no. you said, only his only reference is that he follows Barstool for the last couple of years. <laughs> He's yep. a Barstool like, follower. It didn't even really tell Bob's yeah. story. We that- we've quoted Deke Zucker, who is experienced <laughs> in <laughs> like what the fuck, Glenny oh, Ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's haunted Minahan since his days at EEI because Minahan talked in some regard to about like transgender and sports. Um, Murchison has a transgender child. He didn't like what Kirk said, even though I don't even think Kirk said anything that bad. I'm not quite sure. Um, and then went, he, he's super rich and obsessed with destroying Minahan, put him in an insane asylum, literally caused eat, ruined WEI because every advertiser he reached out to and got them to like cancel pull and, and EEI didn't have Minahan's back because they just wanted this to go away. So that's the story there, roughly. Minahan, we hire when he's done with EEI over this. It all ended on the merchants and stuff. When we hired Kirk, merchants and followed like him name here and added <laughs> Barstool as a target. So I think he had like fucking restraining orders against this guy. He's crazy. Oh. Beyond crazy. Now, he, he, he comes after me and he, whatever. He's obviously going to do every, every, anything he wants. There's nothing to stop him. He, he may have, have a different cat that he's dealing with right now in me. Like, I don't, I don't really agree right with that. I don't either. I don't know. I, 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 I don't I really agree with that. I think maybe just because Dave is, you know, he's got the numbers of followers and people yeah, kind Dave's of looking out for Yeah, Dave's got a bigger platform, I guess. I, yeah. I don't think Dave's going to a Sherborne with, a, you know, a thousand stoolies or whatever the fuck it was. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know if I really agree with that. I guess the point would be, is I, as far as I know, Dave doesn't struggle with mental health stuff. So maybe it wouldn't affect him in the same way. Yep. 
so that I get that's that would be the only point I think he has there. But I think the platform, I guess, is the bigger point to yeah. me. Like yeah. he he has such a huge volume of of uh, of people that that listen to him right. as opposed to Kirk has a great audience, but it's not Dave Portnoy. Right. Yeah. Whereas it'll be if if Portnoy goes off on a rant about Murchison, it might be covered more places than if Kirk did it. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's, but yeah, I think, but Dave was framing it more like I'm stronger than Kirk because <laughs> I don't, I don't think mental yeah. health, yeah. it's like, well, Kirk's a yeah. lot more vicious and bright than, uh, and brighter than, than Portnoy is. So I don't. Yeah. It's funny because Portnoy is always the one to call Minahan insane. Like he's going right. to like, go off on people. So it's funny to hear him frame it that way. Like, uh, oh, you're dealing with a, a badder dude than, <laughs> yes. than Kirk, which I don't really agree with necessarily. Yeah. I'm just saying it like you're, you got a different cat. You got a different guy. I got bigger fish to fry. Like I, I when he when he came here with, with Kirk, I said it's like, listen, Merchants is his thing. I'm not going to get in the mud here. Like that's a dispute that we inherited. Now, now it's our dispute. It's been ours for a while. Mm-hmm. But Kirk and I had a very funny exchange um, <laughs> because this all hit. Merchants is in it. World War Three is happening, and you know I'm ready. Like, all right, Kirk, you love the mud. Give me a sword, buddy. The guy's checking into a mental institution. <laughs> So I talked to him about it, and he's like, "You can tweet it because I didn't want I, you know, I want him to get well." But I, there was somebody posted a gif that was perfect. Tony Sobrano, like when he comes out of the insane asylum, just grabbing a pillow, like getting ready. That that is what I pictured Kirk. But yeah, again, Ava Luis and Merchinson are sources. People who know know, and like, but the thing is, Business Insider knows. Julie yeah. Black knows. Where's the thing about the Julie Memphis? Black? Uh, I think it's coming up in a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know side. To the barstool side, yeah. like there was always that. I'll, I'll delete that up. I, I mean, he can his advantage versus Kirk is he he can put Kirk in an insane asylum. You can't put again me in simplifying, but I, I get I'll what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, I get what he's saying. Whereas Portnoy's never had that experience, I guess. But in an insane asylum. Well, I hope Kirk's doing better. Yeah, on a definitely. Note. Um, all right, Dave. Uh, three champagne bottles are engraved. Yeah, and by the way, in a weird way, I think the Minifans now fully over, you know, fully over. On your side? To the Barstool side. Yeah. Like, there was I always say, that. say, though, <laughs> they have been. Yeah, they really they, have been. Who was defending you last year, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Dave is an odd memory. <laughs> well, that, I thought the same thing in a couple of seconds here as well. Yeah. <laughs> side? To the barstool side, yeah. like there was always that. They're like the wild things, yeah. and, and <laughs> the wildlings, wild yeah, the wildlings, thing. and fucking uh, Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. <laughs> but they're finally on our side now. They are. It's like they have no king, Minahan, maybe, but Minahan's missing half the time. They can't find him, and then they just go nuts. Oh, like even man. Blind Mike, I saw defending the wildlings. <laughs> even Blind <yeah>. Mike, <laughs> and this guy's back. So He's done nothing but trash me, and I've been on the front lines trying to support this motherfucker. <laughs> What Dave doesn't know is Boy Mike is our king. This is our king now. I'm <laughs> all you've got. Good lord. Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I thought that was very funny. Even Blind Mike, I was like, hey, man, I remember you said the N word. Yeah. When'd you back there? Buddy? Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Like, the Minifans fans are the first ones to jump in and defend the word last summer. They oh, were in this situation. Uh, so it is. You know. It's funny. Like, I really feel now, like, st- it should be more that, like, stoolies are are in line with the Minifans, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, you know, for over a year now, you've had sort of this uh, woke movement. And I I was away. I didn't hear a lot. Did many other people at the... I saw, like, Riggs at a nice tweet about Portnoy and stuff like that. But did people come out and defend him? I didn't oh, see yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, it was, it was actually 
Okay, good. I, I, really I, heavy duty. I, I wasn't saying really? it. I wasn't casting aspersions. I genuinely, I, I was away. I, I, I might have missed that. I, I saw like what almost felt a little too uh, scripted. Like I've known Dave Portnoy for five years. That was like the Riggs all, one that I yeah, saw. And yeah, and they all use the word honest. I'm not trying to shit on anybody. It's an awkward situation. You're kind of waiting for company guidance as to how to proceed. But I didn't see a lot of people like just start getting in the mud and fighting unless I missed it. Uh, I guess not. I guess I meant on the support side. Yeah. And you're right. There was, it was awkward at times, but like, I think was it Kelly Keegs might've gone back and forth with somebody. There were a few oh, people really? that went back and forth. That surprises with me. Yeah. I, I would say this comparative, compare yeah. it to the stuff that happened, whatever, eight months ago or well, over, over a year ago, a year ago. Yeah. So, excuse me. Uh, where everyone was like radio silent. Yeah. Or negative toward Dave. Right. This was very much, I thought, much more positive toward Dave, supporting okay, him. Okay, good. And, and maybe sometimes, I, I think I think Kirk even mentioned on the Monday episode, it was, it, some of it was, was kind of dumb. They were like, oh, Dave's a good guy. It's like, well, you don't really know what happens behind <laughs> sure. closed doors. Like, yeah. that's, but it was at least, I mean, there were some, at least some sort of character witnesses from the Barstool side that's that good. came to Dave's side. Because uh, the only reason I brought that up is that like uh, a year and a half ago when the, all the stuff over the summer went down, um, no one defended Portnoy except for hardcore or stoolies and minifans. Yep. And the minifans, I think, at least from my perspective, were louder than anyone else. So it's funny his uh his memory gets fuzzy with that stuff. But I hope he remembers the minifans the next time this comes up because they I feel like they always have his back. I would say like if you're judging it, and sometimes it's tough to judge because. The employees of Barstool probably were a little fearful to like get behind something and not know. Like Nardini didn't say anything literally till the Token CEO podcast that came out this morning. I haven't heard that yet either. Yeah, and it's not it's nothing. I mean, she defends Dave. It's nothing crazy. We can play it in a second if you guys. I was disappointed to. about one element of that, so I listened to it uh, on the way in. Yeah, uh, and she Murchison calls her out uh, in his part yes. of the business insider. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And she makes no mention of no. Murchison, no mention of her own of herself being in the story. It goes back to. I would call it a, I mean, she's a CEO. So, you know, very political, safe defense of Dave, certainly a defense of Dave. And then um, at the end though, I would say the interview she had on was, was clever. She had on someone who business insider had um, smeared the past. Yeah. And um, so to have it from another perspective, I think was pretty bright on Erica's part of like, all right, this isn't just our story. This has been going on for a while. Here's someone else has happened to. Yeah. And it also took some of the heat off of her and she was able to kind of put yeah. it on this other person. Yeah, I saw Tim Dillon tweet something out about a business insider smear campaign that was coming after him too. So it's like, I guess they have a history of this, which I didn't realize business insider was going after these social issues. Comedians. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, about the... Ah, fuck. I had a thought about the Erica thing. God damn it. Well, I was my point going back to that was kind of employees or people part of the business might have been a little fearful, but like sentiment on social media immediately rushed to defending Dave and just ripping that article to shreds. Like almost almost immediately. And maybe it's because I think, Mike, you and I were talking about this before, like maybe because we have our, our little timeline bubble of what we follow. We don't see the outside world. Obviously, I saw some people retweet it and say Dave Portnoy is disgusting when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, all that shit felt like it went away within... Yeah, I didn't hear a lot of that. By the time Kirk was recording that Thursday at 3 o'clock, I felt like all of that was gone. It was just a couple quote tweets in the afternoon and that was done. And that's why I don't I, I don't know how bad this is for Portnoy. Like, obviously, it's bad. You don't want that, obviously, but I don't know how much it stains his reputation because I didn't hear a ton about... Again, I was away, so I wouldn't have, but... Uh, at least like the shows I was checking in on and, and Twitter and shit. I didn't see a lot of things outside, 
you know, this world that we're really commenting on it and attacking Portnoy. Yeah. I mean, the, this is a, a company that put it behind a paywall, first of all, like, you know, like they were using it to drive subscriptions. And then, you know, that day I had reached out to them. Obviously I know David reached out. They won't talk about it in any way. Like they're I, hiding I behind messaged it. Julia Black and just said, why did you lie to me? Yeah. And she has not responded. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still oh. waiting. You're going to answer one day. Mike. <laughs> it is, it is insane that they don't have to answer for that in any way. And it's maybe crazy. it's just waited out and see if the legal process but to Dave's point I think Dave on his show was talking about like he can't sue there's nothing he could there's no angle he can go at and potentially win that's what I was talking about with Murchison where the way Murchison goes about it with Kirk he knows that Kirk can't technically sue him or have him arrested or anything like they do handle it I, not well, but right from their perspective, I guess. And that's the thing with Julia Black and Murchison is those people are lying purposely. They're manipulating facts. They're spinning things. They're taking things out of context. They're purposely lying to get you to click on articles and believe a narrative that isn't true. Portnoy will have to answer more for an incorrect, inaccurate article than Murchison or Julia Black or uh, these women that were involved in the article that... Uh, they will not have to answer for it at all. And that's why I brought up messaging Julia Black is even to me, she could have said, I didn't lie to you. Yep. I, right. You know, I, I, I reached out to you as a journalist. You gave me an answer. I respected that. She doesn't even answer that kind of a question. Well, Boy, no, he said it best. He said, they print and run. Right. Which is... She'll never have to talk about it again. It's pretty despicable. Like, if you print it, then you got to stand by it. And, and you really need to end, you know, especially if it's something that is, you know, you're hurting someone else's reputation or, yeah. or a business reputation, you have to you have to at least stand by what you wrote. And you should be doing that proudly. To do that and then just hide away, that show that shows a lot. It also shows a lot, like you guys were saying, none of the major media channels picked this up. Yep. Like I saw TMZ grabbed it, but you know, TMZ is a blog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that has but like uh you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, and believe me, there are people in those networks I'm sure that would love to drag Dave. Right. I think they might have seen that eh, there's not this story, there's some problems there's here. There's a horrible there's some holes here. Yeah. yeah, this isn't yep. well written. It does and maybe uh based on what we're gonna get at two o'clock, maybe it wasn't even well sourced. Right. So if that's the case then Well, it wasn't just by merchant being in the article or, or, pe- which is or people, why. people like me being God knows who else was asked you know what I right. mean like yeah. at least I technically worked there when it was like six guys in the office God knows who else she reached out which to, is why to. and I don't know if Kirk alluded to this on that episode or not but like why we all think that Murchison played a much bigger role in this than it's coming out or, or just like than just some quote in the article like everybody has known that this has been coming for over a year you know, at least, all right, let's say at least eight months because that's the everyone's least, saying, yeah, everyone's saying eight months. You you were reached, they reached out to you a long time ago. Yeah. Dave on his podcast said, I know this hit piece is coming out about me. It's easy for a guy like Murchison who tracks every fucking move of Kirk Minahan, now of Dave Portnoy, of Barstool, to pick up on that and then weasel his way into that fucking yeah. situation. That is an easy thing and that is why I don't believe it's crazy to think that he played a much bigger role in this entire Article. So what do you what do you mean by like what do you what do you what do you insinuate or what are you getting to there like I don't, that's I, where I don't I don't know if I completely agree. I think that he when you start describing something as a hit piece and then you have an activist on the outside who knows that's coming, yep. he can weasel his way in there to get a narrative out there. So maybe I don't oh, okay. know. No, so, I, I agree with so that. So to enhance a narrative because who knows? I don't know. I think that she wanted to portray Dave in a bad light from the start anyway. I don't think this well, was a business profile, Dave in the workplace or anything like that. But I think Murchison took it probably to a darker level, in my opinion. Can I, I have a guess too why Murchison got, or how Murchison got involved. And again, Kirk may be 100% right, and he would know a hell of a lot better than us if 
this is something Murchison would be involved in. But my first thought was I didn't go back and listen to when Kirk was on with Portnoy a few months ago. Yep. But it's very possible that Murchison's name came up. Yep. Just like mine did. And right. Julia Black said, oh, that's another name I should reach out correct, to. Correct. And Murchison yes. was probably much more willing to talk, yeah. which was great yeah, for do Julia. Think, do you think Murchison, when somebody says they're going to write an article about Barstool Sports and Dave Porter, do you think he just like sent one email with a couple quotes in it and he was done? Oh, no way. No, I, no. I think, oh, oh, they were probably in contact every day. Correct. We, we all agree. The reason I, I kind of, I, I was pointed to Dave there was I've seen some Minute fans suggest that like Murchison was like the initial driving force of this. And I don't think that well, Kirk said as much. Kirk believes that. I, I think I don't, I mean, I think the story, these business insiders seems to be people that kind of specialize in smear in long form yeah. smear campaigns. Yeah. And I think that Barstool's an easy target. Right. And, but I think you're exactly right, Mike. Uh, once Murchison's name came up and he reached out to him, then the floodgates yeah. opened. Yeah. And from my perspective, again, Kirk knows how calculated it is and more how he works and everything. But just from my perspective, I don't think the story would have been about Dave Portnoy if it was Murchison. I think it would have been about Kirk Minahan. Or, or at least named him. Uh, you mean the other way around? You, I'm saying if Murchison was orchestrating the article. Right. Oh, I agree. No, they exactly. at least would have right. said Kirk's name. You know what right. I mean? They would have tried to smear him as well. More, right. It would have been more anti-Kirk yeah. than this nameless. But I, maybe, uh, you know, they... And, you know, maybe Murchison and the reporter kind of ha- had an agreement or something happened where, because it's so bizarrely shoehorned in that article. Yeah. Yeah. It, like it has no it doesn't place make any in there. Sense. They don't name Kirk. It's so it's weird. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, it, it was definitely. It if you're of, reading it as an outside, I always like we talk, right. when we talk about uh, uh, like prank calls into radio stations and shit. Kirk always brings up, you know, the 70 year old in Omaha. Right. That like is just like, what the fuck is this? Imagine you're reading Business Insider. And you stumble, you don't know anything about Barstool. And you're like, well, who is this trans, someone said something about trans people? I don't even get, who is it? <laughs> How can I find this what? person? <laughs> and, then, and then a paragraph later, they never talk about it again. Right. So you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it is, it is going to be wild to see what he, you know, what he says at 2 p.m. Because the, the, the tentacles that could come off of this story is fucking monstrous, right? Like it's not, we haven't even started, and I know we referenced in the beginning a little bit, but like Henry Blodgett, who was barred from the SEC, owns the insider, right? That maybe has some connections where with the gaming industry, with, like there's so many tentacles to this that smell of shady business. Oh, I definitely believe insider trading is possible. Like, obviously. Yeah, but I'm just saying like that it just reaches to so much. Like this could be almost a book in its own right of, how, it depends what he says here. If it just comes out that he has. You should write you know, that book, Dave. I can't write that book. <laughs> no, I want you to write that book. I can't write that book, be really unfortunately. Good. I can't, I can't, but but I just think there's a lot of angles where. <laughs> the first line is, this book should have been written. So I'm writing it. <laughs> I can't It's write all it. over the place. <laughs> you think the Business Insider piece is all over the place. Imagine if Dave wrote a book. And I don't, I don't even fucking know. Yeah. I'm just saying it. It's a bug. It is, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of tentacles <laughs> uh well we'll wait for two o'clock all right we'll just do that what I, is, uh, I, you know what i feel bad for i feel bad for the poor the poor schmuck that just wants some inside business news and subscribes this <laughs> right, this news this, this newspaper uh online what is this that's like, I, I just want to read some inside business <laughs> what did uh so what did erica say for i will say before I've, i have not heard this yet yep. Uh, that's the thing I was going to say about Erica before is I don't know what she says here. Maybe I'll completely flip around, but uh, I know like what Kurt, when Kirk mentions Jerry's way of handling like the, or Greg Hill's way of handling the radio business or whatever, he, he always admits like that's probably the smarter way to go about it. If you want to keep your job and if you want a peaceful life and everything, it's not the more honest way. It's not the real way to handle it, but 
that's probably even magnified for Erica, who's the CEO right. of the company. And if she says something, then it's a whole shit storm. And then God knows what happens to the stock price. That right. is, you know, so every word Erica says affects a lot of people. Right. Uh, I also have gone really deep with Dave and, you know, a lot of people have said this, but Dave Portnoy is the most honest, forthright person I have ever met, and 100% to a fault. I will say, I've, even an honest rapist. You, <laughs> know, what I, you know what I mean? There he goes. <laughs> what, what, rape, hey, I've been raping this week, you know? <laughs> like, like the norm bit. Well, he's not a hypocrite. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess... But, I mean, I, I, okay, so... You know, on the other side, what is Erica supposed to say there? Right, yeah. right. I guess like any defense of Dave is uh, is brave, uh, yeah. especially for a woman. Well, my defense is just whether or not he's honest. I believe his side, and I don't believe the other side. Based she doesn't on what quite I read. say that. She right. just says that she she speaks more, and this is kind of what the people were doing on social media. The barstool personalities is more like I trust Dave. Yes, I know correct. Dave. Nothing about the allegations. Nothing about. Uh, anything else you know unseemly it's more just saying positive things about Dave Correct. yeah I don't know him well at all but I heard his account of what happened and read the opposite side and I just believe Dave whether or not he's honest right yeah. well, well you also I mean well you make in, a judgment in, call in after fairness yeah. like Mike also has a a history of defending anyone who's been <laughs> even enemies <a> <laughs> even, pe even people that hate me <laughs> I mean, he's wearing a Bill Cosby <laughs> shirt right now, which is bizarre, Mike. To get that at Skank Fest. It's very strange. <laughs> but, like, there's nothing wrong. Like, I know we don't know everybody, but there's nothing wrong with... We've watched this guy produce content, bust balls. It seems like he's an honest guy. Like, there's nothing wrong with if he's accused of doing something and all the proof isn't there, there's nothing wrong with having his back. And even if it came out that it it was the wrong move, it's still like all your information that you were gathering over years of watching this person led you to want to defend him. Oh, no, I, there's I, nothing wrong I, with that. I totally get why Erica yeah. said that. I just think it's funny the idea of like, well, he would tell me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's hear what else Erica said. <laughs> seen how this has torn him up. I've seen him fight for his life on this. Dave is someone who I've worked worked intimately with for six years. I trust Dave um, and I believe him. And what the facts are showing is that what Dave is saying is true. Um, and so I think, that, you know, the ask to condemn Dave when the facts don't support it is really, really difficult. Um, I also have a lot of questions. What were the motives behind this article? Why did it drop on the day of earnings? Why was there a massive shorting of the Penn stock? Um, what what took the reporter eight months? Um, why w wasn't this fact checked in a way that it could have been? Why won't Business Insider talk about the article uh, with Dave or with Barstool Sports? Um, and so those are things we're grappling with and looking at now. We continue to be super vigilant. Uh, it doesn't seem overly political. No, like I like uh, I like that she said. I was thinking it would be more you know down the middle than that. Where she's literally saying there's a lot of flaws in this article. Well, she's saying there is questions about it. I guess it, I, if you kind of, I don't know. I mean, but then again, what else is she going to do? She can't come out in full blast like Dave is like, she this can't article say they're is lying. full and of shit. Right. And it's not her personality. She's either, like, really. I have questions. Why yeah. was it dropped on this? Instead of saying, I'm angry this dropped the day of earnings, she's like, why did yeah. it happen? Which is yep. clever and she's very smart. Yeah. This is probably the right way to do it. Yeah. If Portnoy said this exactly verbatim, then I would be like, well, this is a weird political kind of right. answer. But that, I, that doesn't surprise me from Erica. Dave, uh, has, I guess, 
one question I know some Minifans have is, has Erica or Dave, I'm guessing Dave's busy right now, but has Erica reached out to you? Have you had any conversations with Erica in the past? Like, what, Do they now? still know you work here? No, right? definitely not. Are you are you <laughs> alluding to like, because Kirk's on break or anything? Yeah, 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 article? yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No, I, I just assume that um, Kirk reached out to them and then... I think they know that he's still going to be working on the case in some capacity, and I think they he probably alerted them that I'm helping. So, yeah, but I haven't heard anything. I, Do you I, know anything about uh, the Wilbur? Because I don't know. Um, you I, were I, I, you I, were at the table. I, you we, know as, as much as I do? One or two texts, but nothing nothing like crazy. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. it seemed like, uh, based on Monday's show, it seemed like he still plans on doing that. Yep. But I know there's a lot that would go into that. Yeah, I, I assume, and that's why I say I think he's going to be active, and I think the biggest thing is probably what you kind of opened my eyes to more this morning, Mike, which is just coming in here, you know, three times a week and basically, like, being, in all honesty, being yourself, telling your life story every three days a week is the part that would be difficult for somebody going through what he's going through, right? Like, yeah. working on the Wilbur behind the scenes that people don't really know about, working on the case, which is a completely different project, doesn't involve his personal life whatsoever, that that makes way more sense to me than being comfortable with coming in here and saying, you know, I took a shit in the woods and I ran, or this happened <laughs> in my family life. And the, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a much different mentality of what yeah. he's working on versus doing uh, well, And just the idea of saying, like, oh, forget about Murchison or don't talk about him. It's yeah. like, I think... Kirk would be capable of that, but I don't know if he's capable of it with it not eating away at him. Yeah. Where, like, I think it would really bother him if that was happening and he wasn't able to talk about it for some reason. And I think it's, it's kind of the shame in all this is that, because uh, if you're listening back to that episode I mentioned uh, a couple years ago, like, uh, Kirk's kind of more or less saying, hey, we won. You know, the fact that Merchant is being so pathetic here with, with the right. clicking and that's everything. A, that's a win. It's a win. And I think he's absolutely right back then. Like, that absolutely is a win. Like, Look, uh, EI played it all wrong. Murchison ruined the station. They should have yeah. brought back. But the fact that you can come here, you can have a successful podcast. Most of your sponsors stick around. Yeah, you're going to lose Bomba Socks or whatever. You're going to lose yeah, a yeah. couple you know, here or there. But the fact that most stick around and uh, you can still have your show, that's a win. Yep. But, oh, completely. But I also... You know, it's easy for me to say Murchison's not trying to ruin my life. You know, right. like if he's... if. You know, someone behind the scenes, even if, even if they're failing at it, is still trying to destroy you. That's got to fucking be horrible. Yeah, and <laughs> the, I think the ultimate win for Kirk would be if he does walk away from the podcast and Murchison is reduced to like trying to ruin the three of us. <laughs> it's like we don't we don't have anything, <laughs> right, motherfucker. <laughs> I would ask if he does do that. Start with Mike. Mike, I have, uh, literally nothing. Mike, what do you do? Yeah. Email Patreon. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm safe, so I'm good over here. I'm oh, you always yeah. yeah, I'm next. That's very bad. I will. Oh, I will. Say, of, I will just say this to that point, and this is going to sound like business colony or whatever, but I do think that the industry has changed so much since when Kirk started, even though it doesn't feel like it's early in the business. Like when Kirk first started ad agencies, like paid attention to every single move because there weren't as many clients that they were working with. Now it's exploded. So when one guy is able to get the attention of a big ad agency and get, you know, a Bombas to take notice that it's a major impact now that's happening every fucking day because so many people are spending money in podcasting now. So I'm not trying to get like inside the weeds, but I do think it was a different time back then. And you can tell because now the show has six advertisers a show. 
You know, like it's there's right, no. He's problems. not affecting it in the it's same not affecting, way, and you yeah. know he's still sending the same fucking emails to the you same know, people. You know, Dave gave the same spiel to the uh, consultants on Jerry's show because <laughs> I was like, "All right, Dave, all right, pipe down, pipe down, calling in." We just listened to him. Yeah. <laughs> you cuck face. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, whatever you say, Dave. Yeah, sure. Speaking of uh, ruining Dave Dave's life, by the way, uh, oh, was good. the was the last episode that I was on uh, when we called your pizza guy? Yes. Yes. Have, th- have fences been mended? Fences have been mended. He actually, yesterday, Thank tried God. to give me a free pizza, and I declined it. Wow. So, yeah, what a guy. Yes. So fences, have, he, he just didn't understand what the fuck was going Almost on. Almost would have been a nice gesture if he didn't come on here and brag about it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you hot shit? No, I said, so I suggested a little behind the scenes that to Dave, I was like, do you want to do like a studio show with Mike and I, or should we do like goofy shit like go to the pizza place one day <laughs> or i think we could do a, a legend of bagger vance uh movie re-watch. oh sure yeah like, that would sure. be that would be easy enough sure to do. Yeah, so sure i'll do uh, that any day any day you want to do that <laughs> but i just I, I don't know what like so what is the plan for this like whatever this is i, I don't mean, know i think we just I mean, it's great don't get me wrong but. yeah so obviously mike was gone la- we didn't even ask you how your trip was buddy i didn't even we probably great. yeah all right i'm a texan now uh really so, oh yeah i wow. love it those are my people Wow. I look slim down there. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get so svelte, sir? Yes. <laughs> well, I just want to see, like, you know, Mike was gone. Wait till Mike comes back, and then maybe the three of us could get in the room and do... I don't know. I, and I know we talk, obviously, a lot about Kirk today, and I know we talked about the Portnoy article, but I think, you know, maybe a once-a-week show where we're doing the topics that would be done on KMS, as opposed to just kind of an update on, oh, is Kirk coming back? Is Kirk not coming back? So I, I think something taking this, like, obviously, we planned out this show with content and stuff like that. And then we can add on top of that, you know, goofy shit or whatever. But I do think it's important to kind of, I don't know, keep producing the show the way the show was being produced and just put it on the different platforms that are available to us. I say, yeah. uh, whatever you say is best, I'll do. Yeah. When I <laughs> yeah. when I, when I worked here, I did not handle that well. So yeah. whatever you say is best, I will follow you. Well, I'm sure I'll take shit about it eventually and stuff like that. But. Um, yeah, the last break, me and Mike did a cheer show. Mike was screaming at me about it. Was, it was like cheers point. He's just yelling at me. I'm like, oh, I no. I remember. You, you, I don't, you I got want, angry at me like half those shows, I want to say. I remember that, yes, but I don't remember what I got angry about. One time you got angry at the fans. We, yeah. we cut that out. One time one time you <laughs> you got mad at me. I think you thought I was being too uppity or something. <laughs> it's like working with Carano. I, I remember that happening. I just don't remember. I wish I could remember what it was about. Do you guys want to, uh, and we could do a game or whatever, but do you want to open up the phone line so we can tweet it out? It's up to you. You think yeah. we've rambled too long? Yeah, we've no? definitely rambled way too long. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Here, let me uh, let me open them up. I'm okay. calling his finger on the pulse. <laughs> we've we've rambled way too long. Let's go a little longer. Yeah, open right. up the calls. Well, you know, get some feedback from people. All right. Hear what they have to say. Are people even expecting this number to go out? No. So people don't know we're doing this right nope. now? Nope. Okay, good. Are you going to frame it as if this could be Kirk on the line? Or? I, I, I'm doing the exact same <laughs> yes, tweet. Sure you. I'm doing the exact same tweet I've always done. No, except no, no, don't no, do that. De- definitely don't do that. Definitely no, don't do that. I did. No, no, I just no. tagged what you in it. What the fuck? I tagged you guys in it instead. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. There's no playbook here. Don't make it seem like we're doing yes, the show. Here's a playbook. Kirk's not here. You're fucking idiots. What do you mean? How's that? You guys are tagged in it, not Kirk. Kirk's normally oh, tagged in it. No, no one will ever think anything beyond that. They're going to think they're talking. Well, I didn't curse. mean for them to think that, all right? <laughs> God. God. You'd be getting crucified if uh, two men were in this room, but <laughs> luckily. Uh, I'm, I, I should tweet something out right now. Kirk's not here. Just Colony, quote, Colony's an idiot. Don't quote, call. Quote, <laughs> quote, tweet it and say, sure, tweet it that. We got one call coming. There we go. <sighs> God. These poor people are going to be like, oh, Kirk, I'm so happy you're back. This is great. Kirk's not here. Hello. Yeah, hello. Oh, <laughs> you two fuckers. Great. Well, they hung up. <laughs> 
Probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this is going flawless. Oh, uh, good God. You expect anything else? All right, retweet that, Mike, please, if you don't mind. Oh, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll retweet it. Retweet it. This is what he asks Kirk to do all the time. I don't know. He does that on his own, doesn't he? I don't ask he him. He does. He can see. It doesn't take away from the show. All right, let's see. I have see. to scroll through this fucking... Let me see if... Uh, Let's see. Let's see if six one six one seven. Should I have done a different tweet there? Did I fuck that up? Where you thought Kirk was going to be here? Yeah, yeah. Nah. Oh, oh well, at least they oh, sound God. good. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are you there still? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, oh hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. Hold on, oh my I'm God! You. Didn't this happen last time? I was trying to play audio from the you computer. You said the computer was broken. You had to reboot it or something. I had to keep refreshing like Adobe Audition. And the this. poor guy. So first off, oh. that guy calls in thinking he's talking to Kirk. Right, then hold on. Yeah, he now, sounded so disappointed. All right, you back? Let's see how you sound. Yeah, I'm back. Oh, oh. God, no! <laughs> oh God. Well, it's fucking weird. No phone calls. That's too bad. Uh, I can't wait to hear the case. This is going to be great, Dave. Yeah, Fuck please. that up, too, probably. It's a whole different <laughs> element there. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, uh, cunty Chris, he's back. Doesn't matter what the <laughs> elements are, he's here. Um, I know both of you have prepared a game. It's my understanding. I'm is a little that, nervous about correct? I'm a little nervous about that sound though. But yeah, let's do the game. Why don't we do a game? Oh, well, phone, I'm, phone I'm, calls I'm, went swimmingly as always. I I, here, let me just see. Should playing. we do that? That feels like a Kirk thing. I, I have like, a game that you guys could play. I don't have too many that you guys could play, but I have one that you guys could play. I know, but it feels like I'm. I, I feel, is that too intrusive? It feels like we're I don't have too much. We're ripping off a Kirk segment. You know. I, I guess. What else are we got? What else are we gonna let do? Me, like, yeah, let me hear the let me hear the pitch of the game. Uh, it's all it's a KMS. It's not entertainment. It's strictly a KMS game. Oh, uh, gotta get about okay. phone calls. About producers. The phone lines won't work. Play the music, I guess. That's we don't need to play the music. Maybe <laughs> the music is Kirk. I think. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. hold the music. <laughs> no, oh, that's, no, it's what? the computer. computer. Audio is all everything. Fucked sounds up. terrible. It's uh, so fucked up. Hold on, let me try to fix it. So at least I can get the you guys. My voice is the best thing about this show, sound wise. Uh, let me see. What would be different? Oh boy. Yuck. So what was the worst thing that happened to you in Texas, Mike? Worst thing? Yep. Uh, the flight down sucked. And after that, it was smooth sailing. Nothing negative happened? You and Alba didn't fight? No we had a tremendous, we had a genuinely a tremendous time. Texas is amazing. It's, you know, it's not what uh, uh, television and movies portray where you get down there and they're like, well, obviously you're down here to uh, beat some minorities with us, right? Like, we didn't experience any racism. It was the most diverse place I've ever been to. It was beautiful. Genuinely, I'm a Southerner now. I'm a Texas guy. I might move down there. Would you move down there? I would like to. Alba did not feel. You like the same. that weather? That te- it's it's a it's a nicer climate out there. I think it was genuinely here. beautiful. The summers would be a little rough, but I'm kind of disappointed. You had so much fun. Conan is misleading you. I'm not misleading you. Yeah. I'm gonna fix it. I just got to reboot the computer. Unfortunately, All right. I don't know why that noise is coming. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, so one uh, ominous thing was we went to. Uh, some uh, Mexican restaurant, and uh, we got our food, and we left, and uh, one of the guys working there said, we just got to uh, Galveston, we left Houston, went to Galveston, and this is the first place we went, we just stopped in for lunch, and uh, the guy goes, stay safe out there, and the next, like, two days, we were, like, looking over our shoulders, like, right. what, that is a very, is that not a weird thing to say to someone? Instead of like have a nice day, stay safe out there. He's got, no, I've heard that before. I think he's just concerned about you. Obviously. Very I did think well, maybe the cane is maybe he's, he's thinking like oh this guy's hobbling around. Stay safe out there, buddy. Maybe people like you as much as you like them out there. 
It really felt that way. Because people here, I don't know, do you think people here like you very much? No, not at all. (laughs) It was nice to not be sneered at. (laughs) What's going on over there, Dave? How are we doing? Well, I just rebooted the computer, so hold on here. You guys know, technology, sometimes it can be a problem every now and then. Oh, and the one other thing is uh, eight people died where I was, and I... Uh, yeah! All oh, right. Them. Holy shit, I forgot about well, I that. drugged them, and uh, I, I wasn't caught, so I guess that was good that I got out of there. It's any time a Geary goes on vacation, just mass death. Yes, I did not follow in the family footsteps of being at a tragedy at a concert. Close enough. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no, that is uh, not where I was. Very weird, though. I don't... With the Travis, Travis Scott thing, I don't get why he would be liable for any of that. I guess I, I guess there was some sort of talk that he might have known people were dead or people were dying and he kept the concert going. I can't imagine I mean, that how, being true. It seemed like there were a lot of people. I don't know. I can't imagine. He's like, ah, people are dying on stage. It's no big deal. Right. What's happening, Dave? I'm just entering the, to get the phone lines back this up. This is a long process. A lot of, uh, well, the computers got to reboot here. People are on. Let's see. Let's try to go to this guy. the process Dave goes through every day. Let's try, to, <laughs> try to go to this guy. Hey, 617, you got us? Uh, yeah, I got you. There Are you go. guys trying to push Kirk over the edge with this? What the fuck? What? Yeah, just that's doing, what I, I, I guess I worded that tweet inaccurately. That was a bad call by me. I apologize. Uh, all right. All right. What's all going right. on? When are you guys going to come find me? Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on the voice. There he is. Now, by the way, this is a guy we heard did not reach out to Kirk, but he's reaching out to us twice now via Twitter <laughs> and. <laughs> Hello, Steve. I talked, I talked with Kirk just the other day. Oh, okay. He said that you had not reached out on yeah. Monday. Uh, oh, by Monday. No, I mean, I figured there's such a flood of idiots reaching out to him. I was, I was just going to wait. How dare you? You, know, you <laughs> don't need to be the first person to call. I, I crafted my text better. I've had a few shots at it, so I think it was better this time. Oh, I thought you said you didn't right, text him. No, I did. Oh. I said, um, uh, I hope you miss me while you're gone. Uh, you've done a lot for me. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know what I said. So it was very vague, and the response I got was, uh, thanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you get, it's a lose-lose situation, really. Are you gonna give you're either, either going to push him over the edge or you're going to get ridiculed later. Are you going to give us clues to where you are? Because we, no, we have no clues at this point. I just told you. I'm in, I'm in Cleveland. Oh, you're in Cleveland? Oh. We'll just wander around yeah, Cleveland. I'm in, I'm in Cleveland. Have you gone anywhere? Haven't you been in Cleveland for a while? Like three months. Uh, no, I recently recently came back. I got a I got a wedding to go to, and then I'm uh, off to parts oh. unknown. I am if any if if any Mena fans actually listen to this, uh, I am looking for recommendations in Mexico City. Is it a wedding of someone you know, or are you just kind of hopping around weddings out there? I'm hopping around, you know, <laughs> crashing. Got to get food somehow out here. By you're the go- way, <laughs> you're going to Mexico City. Is that what you just said? Uh, yes. Yeah. Are you dis- St- uh, I thought Dave said six one seven. Are you disguising your number so we can't triangulate? No, your I think I think I saw a different yeah, phone number. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he's. Yeah, about. no, okay. I saw a different phone. Uh, he, number. Said, he said six one seven. I just went with the beep. Again, no, okay. that's all you got to do. Yes. He's doing a great job producing the show today, Steve. <laughs> he really is. Have you? <laughs> fucking mess. Have you listened oh to the show God. at all since you've been twenty nine thousand dollars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that probably that is going to send <laughs> that would send Kirk over the edge to not hear that live. Unfortunately, Steve, Steve texted <laughs> me that, that like like three weeks later. He was I'll, like twenty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> I was I was listening to that show afterwards, masturbating. <laughs> it was magical. Oh, good I will say the video you made was much funnier than anything you ever did on the show while you were here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I do. I will take your uh, your uh, opinion as the expert in comedy. Thank you. With your new podcast. <laughs> Thank you. 
I review my, I review my bank statements every once in a while, and I see a little five dollars. I'm like Patreon. <laughs> well, that's proof you don't subscribe to Quantum Week, Steve. So fuck you. He's only a five dollar member. <laughs> I never, I never pretended to be interested in Quantum Week. We got you on our show, you bastards. <laughs> what is uh, uh, what's the plan for Steve Robinson professionally? I heard rumblings that you're uh, writing a book, perhaps. Uh, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of writing, um, but mostly mostly uh, non-public professions. Uh, you know, I'm uh, getting into a little bit of Bitcoin mining, uh, potentially starting a business, looking looking for farmland up in Maine. Do you want to do like uh, 40 uh, minutes on Bitcoin to really piss Kirk off? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've already told the Minifans that they should be buying Bitcoin. Every single one of them would be retired if they listened to me. Excellent. Um, so no, no more radio or podcasting for Steve Robinson? Ever? No, I'm done. No. Really? Wow. wow. No. That's big news oh, too. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that. No, there's no, there's no, the, the American, uh, the American project has failed. All you can do is buy Bitcoin guns and go hide out there <laughs> with your family. Do you miss, what do you, what do you miss about the show? If anything? Um, I mean, working's nice. This guy really loved the show. I think no, I I I miss uh, you know I miss being uh, plugged in from time to time, but it is it is much less stressful uh, you know being where there's no cell phone service and you're not you know following the daily drumbeat. Although I am uh, you know very unsuccessfully staying off of Twitter, as I'm sure everyone could see. It's nice that you said you want the Minifans to be uh, retired because I thought you would have a different R word for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think they all know that. <laughs> He's the ones, the ones that are capable enough, anyway. Have you at least appreciated uh, that the people that called you a lying scumbag fuckhead for two years are like, boy, I really wish Steve was back now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have they? Who is this? Is this uh, the the bitch hits guy from Maine or the little midget from Australia? <laughs> I, the, I don't know about them specifically, but the people in general are down on Cullinan. You really love the fans, didn't he? <laughs> You can hear it in his voice. Well, he's, he's got fun nicknames. Real admiration there. He's got fun nicknames. <laughs> no, I have to say I don't. I don't miss them at all whatsoever. <laughs> Do you miss Mike? Yeah, of course I miss Mike. I text. I text Mike with Mike once in a while. We do. Very short, but we do chat here and here and there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can hear this magic right now. We've always had great thousand. You got a thousand different projects going. You know. That's right. I am you're, uh, you're a content up, machine. I, you, I am. I am. Something I have been following though is the uh, the shit with Portnoy. I'm excited to see what he has at 2 p.m. I always like to see some uh, some crooked journalists burned down. I thought it was a good piece, actually, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your deal, Mike? Are you are you're you're back two days? Two days a week now? Well, not now. I don't know if you well, know, Steve. Yeah, These are the uh, Yeah, hey, it was... The, when the Kirk Minahan show... Before the Kirk Minahan show ended, you were... Yeah. Doing uh, two two days a week, or did you did you negotiate for payment, or you still, no, uh, no 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 no? Right. I said I said give me the exact same promotion, just uh, double it <laughs> twice a week now is all I asked for. Well, yeah, it was me twice a week and Chris on Fridays. I don't know if that was going to change with uh, Carabas coming back though. Uh, oh okay, yeah yeah. I I have to admit I haven't listened to a single minute of his podcast with um, 
the uh, degenerate gambler. The, the, the Red Sox. <laughs> he asked all the tough questions, Steve. <laughs> I, I don't think you're the only one, Steve. Mike, throwing some bombs. We were actually we were supposed to get we were supposed to get his contract situation this week, right? Because oh, yeah. yeah, there's been no progress with Barstool, so we're supposed to find that out. But. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, yeah. I mean, I guess Kirk was supposed to negotiate it for him, but I guess I guess that's not uh, not going well. <laughs> no, I think that's what Kirk's doing now. He's just an agent behind the scenes. Yeah, so uh, is anybody – so which of the minifans is going to step step up and uh, take care of this mob Burchison problem, if you get what I'm saying? <laughs> That's very good, using deadspin tactics there. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. It's wild. It, how wild is it that that piece used him and his credentials are he's covered barstool? <laughs> like, that's his yeah. reason for being in that article. <laughs> He's just some some BuzzFeed blogger or a beat reporter or something. <laughs> All right, Steve. Anything well, else? Uh, most people can see through it. Anything yeah, else you want the minute fans to know? Pick up a bunch of pens. Yeah, pick up a, pick up a bunch of pen while idiots are short selling it. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. All right, boys. Good luck. All right, buddy. Calling in, Steve. Take care. Be well. Whatever. Whatever you texted to Kirk last time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> luck. Hope all's well. Right. I'm sure Hang someone will see you in Cleveland. He's out here. Oh, see, him, see him in Cleveland, folks. There you go. I feel like he hasn't left Cleveland. He might be lying to us. Yeah, because that was one of his first stops. He's never lied right? before. Yeah. Does he have family there or something? Is that one? Uh, yeah, I think his yeah. uh, in-laws live there yeah. or something okay. like that. Yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland's a good city, though. Yeah. All right, you want to take a couple more calls? I suppose. Hello, hello. Well, it's kind of tough to come in and shit on Dave after that because that was kind of exciting to hear uh, Steve. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited. You can still shit on me. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you, are you going to give Menners the fucking YouTube or what? I'm not going to give Menners the YouTube account. All right, what's your next question? <laughs> like, like the fucking four guys on fucking suicide watch. First of all, it's it's, it's Kirk's con, like it's Kirk's real estate. We're not giving it to Menners. All right. It's a hilarious sentence. It's also a hilarious sentence to have to say in anger. I know. I'm not giving. How dare you how think d- I would turn over the YouTube account to someone like Me- a nefarious character like Menners? So I'll, I'll push back. Uh, just so I'll push back a little on that, Dave. So if not Menners, then whom? Then because uh, like not like the the channel is stale right now. I know. Obviously, we have mitigating circumstances. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I wish it would be more active with other people. So we'll try to get it up. This is going to go off. Actually, no, this is going to go on the main YouTube channel, not the network, but hopefully more people well, want to do shows. I would love for people to feel like, <laughs> all right, if Kirk has, unfortunately, Kirk's show is not going to be here for a little bit. Maybe some other people would want to come in and host shows. Maybe the rundown guys want to do it. I would love it. I got nothing but time to be able to help produce these things. So I would so love they to should reach going. out to you. If people want to do Absolutely. a show. In the network, but they we've should reach said that. They know that we've said that before. All right. So. Yeah, reach out anytime. Uh, you guys want to take a 508 here? Let's see. 508. Stop banging. What are you banging? You well, hear that, Mike? He's like, bang, bang, bang. It's, it's like Judge Wapner. It's funny to know now the discussion we had last, or whenever I was in, when uh, someone brought up that he says the area codes. It's funny to now know he says the wrong area codes. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> It doesn't looking. even matter. <laughs> that was something when I refreshed the browser, all right? Shit's going wrong here. All right, oh, that call just... That hello, call, 508. That call just still disappeared. Banging. Oh, You're terrific. still banging that thing. What do you mean? I'm not banging. It's a mouse. That's the mouse? Yeah. Dude. Oh, he's banging. Isn't it annoying? <laughs> I saw, I'm not banging anything right now. I won't unhear it now. I know. <laughs> it's like doing a show with Judge Wapner. Uh, people are call, like getting on and then dropping off immediately. I think so, they're realizing yeah. what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they're hearing idiots. They're wise to your game. The po- <laughs> you guys were tagged, not Kirk. That was why. Yeah. Yeah. No one will ever think otherwise. Oh, okay. All, right. All, right. All, right. All right. Is this a person? Hello. This is a person. 
All right, let's yeah. get that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, let's mind. end this uh, shit whatever. show. Whatever. What was the this game you had? This is entirely Conan's fault. I had a uh, like producer trivia game uh, about uh, producers, um, like some questions about producers of KMS. Let me hear it. All right. Oh, it's just it's just trivia. There's no. It's just trivia. Okay, so this would actually be a game then. It is a game. It'd be, it would put oh, so you this versus is, Dave. This, this is completely different than what you do with Kirk. This yes, is a game you're right. playing. Okay. I, I'm pitting you versus Dave. All right, Who knows ahead. more about KMS producers? So what did we do? We said that the music was... Yeah, no music. Okay, no music. It feels wrong without music. Yeah. Uh, that's how... Uh, music is... That's Kirk's thing. Can you yeah. find new music? I can play my music. You want my music? Nah, let's no, do it without, no, let's do it without no, music. No, 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 no. Well, right. this bit will suffer. <laughs> yes. Well, we all are. I think everyone listening to this is suffering. <laughs> let's uh, okay. All right. So uh, it's going to be a game of whoever gets to... We'll go to whoever gets to five points first. Okay? Oh, this is a legitimate game. It's a legitimate oh, game. Completely different. Completely all right. I'm, different. I'm in. All right. So uh, the first way to get points is naming the producers of the KMS show. You guys are going to go back and forth. There are six men who have produced KMS. For every person you get right, you'll get a point. Okay. So whoever gets to five first wins, because I have other questions beyond this. Okay. So the mo- uh, so we'll start with uh, we'll start with Dave. Okay. Steve, Steve Robinson. That's one. Dave Conan. That's two. Uh, Matt Carano. All right. Two to one. Justin Trudeau. Two to two. Uh, Rob Doherty. Three to two. Can you Craig Conan. Wow! Nice job, boys. You got all six producers. Well, so it wasn't. Uh, wasn't there one more who was involved with somebody who was producing the show that I named? Tim Riggles? Yeah. No, I count him as a uh, side, si- as a sidekick. Okay, yeah, he falls in the sidekick. Okay. So, uh, so it's three to three there. Um, so uh, I'll start with Dave. So you guys will go back and forth with this. <laughs> Smart to do this game with even numbers, by the way. <laughs> it is. It'll work out. <laughs> okay. It'll work out. Relax, relax. Right, this is, this is my first rodeo. <laughs> uh, all right. How many shows has Steve Robinson produced? Dave, you start. Is, is this just whoever's closer? Because, yeah. Okay. Um, how many shows? So I'm going to say three. How many shows has Steve Robinson produced? Are you talking about like different ti- like No, different no, no. Show- I'm sorry. Episodes. Excuse oh, me. episodes? Yes. Oh, fuck. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> right. no, like, no, yeah, no, three, I four? I didn't expect I you to, Dave. This yeah. is the uh, game. I'm going to say like 215. I don't know how okay, many episodes Okay, my thing is more or less than that. Price is right rules? Uh, nope. Just simply more or less than Dave's answer. Oh, more. That's correct. Yeah. So Mike gets the point there. Now, oh. now the question goes to Mike. How many episodes of KMS has Dave Cullinan produced? Oh, boy. Um, 106. All right. L- less. That's correct. Yes. 70, oh, wow. 74, I have. Wow. Not, not counting this one. And I'm only did ca- you, how did you? Count? I went through each episode. <laughs> I did not count recap shows. I did not count when Kirk was out. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so this goes to, uh, to Dave. How much time did you spend? <laughs> a lot good. of time. I spent hours on these fucking things yeah. and then they get belittled and I cry. Uh, Dave, I, had, I enjoy the prep work. How many episodes has Matt Carano produced? Matt Carano has produced <laughs> insanely boring game. But Shut I like the rules. I'm complimenting. This is not a bad game. <laughs> It's not the worst game in the world. This is the worst game in the world. <laughs> okay, continue. Well, I, I've done worse games here. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm going to say eight. All right. Now, Mike, if you get this right, you win. More oh, or less. Oh, boy. Um, if you get it wrong, you lose. More. That's correct. Wow. I had 22. Oh, okay. Wow. Matt, wow. Matt says he's done 25, and I only kind of 22. But, Mike, congratulations. You are the winner of KMS Producer Good job, Trivia. Mike. Good is job, Mike. Is it sadder that Matt is counting them or that you're Going through each one. I don't know which is. I don't worse. know if Matt had an exact number, but he said it about that. Because oh, okay. I was thinking. Oh, it, then he's right. 
Uh, it is be- about that. Because uh, I've, I've been in the studio like 10 times less than Matt. Really? Yeah. Matt's been in like a lot. Because Matt had whole weeks where they were doing five episodes a week. You see, it would feel like you've been in I know. more. But Matt actually has. Oh, yeah. Been, I guess the five times a week yeah. thing makes it feel like less. Probably. I think he did at one point like seven episodes in a row or something. Because remember Steve had COVID or whatever? And, and he was, uh, like, he was suspended once. Yep. And I think Carano was covered in. there. Yeah. yeah. So Carano's actually done quite a few episodes. Yeah. Uh, but Cullen has surpassed him now. All right. That was a good game. I like it. Thank you. A lot of effort I'm the, there. Appreciate I'm the master that of trivia. And, uh, <laughs> you are. You yes. are the king of KMS oh, trivia. Another feather in my cap. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. All right. We've done enough. All right. All right. I wasn't expecting the Steve Robinson call. I'm happy that happened. No, that was, it was nice. That was yeah, great. It was nice of him to do that. Yes. How, how, long, how long has this gone on for? Uh, we're probably about an hour or so. Maybe. Oh. I think I started. So, uh, maybe a little longer. So than should we like, totally longer? <laughs> are we going to do this again in the future? Do people want this? Like, what, what is the. I guess we'll yeah. find out. Let's put this out there. I'll make sure if All we right. do do this again that I don't tweet out making people believe that Kirk is in the room. That was probably a bad decision. No shit, Dave. Yeah. No, you know what? Tweet out again. Say, Kirk's yeah, here Kirk's taking here. your calls. Oh, that's yeah. all right. That's all right. <laughs> He's all better. Feeling great. Yeah. Taking calls. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> that's what you should have done if you were going to be vague about it. Don't uh, tag any of us. Just tweet, feeling great, taking calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, 2 p.m., Dave Portnoy. What else? Anything else that we got? Uh, yeah. That's it. Maybe that's we'll it for see now. you guys again. Go Maybe subscribe we'll... to these two guys on Patreon. If you guys want to plug it, what is it? Uh, Patreon.com. You do it. Slash wide mic. There you go. Chris. And uh, quantum dash week. And then we uh, still have live. We have the live show next uh, next week, next Friday. Oh, actually, it's a question for you, Dave. Next Friday, we were supposed to have uh, the other people come in. The uh, the winners of the WEI oh, thing. Yes. Maybe, that's, maybe that's why he left. <laughs> it was looming over him. <laughs> I, I would like to still do it. And I've talked to at what? least one person. That, yeah, I mean, if they're in the area, some okay. people are traveling already for your show. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it would be nice to still go. I, don't, I mean, one of the guys yeah. wanted to fight me the last time I saw him. So yeah, well, I mean, you guys don't have no, to No, I'd be happy to come and see him again. But, yeah. uh, but so, is that... So, and then we're all going to go to Papa Gino's, sadly, without Kirk being... This sounds like the most pathetic... We're going to offer this to people. If again, they want to come, I wouldn't blame them if they didn't want to come. To rip off the analogy <laughs> I used earlier, it's like you're going to the, the Louvre, and they're like, well, we took out the Mona Lisa. All the paintings. We've got, we have no we paintings. We took out all the paintings. One fingerprint. <laughs> one finger painting that a second grader made. What a sad thing for these people. Oh. Hello. Hey, hey. I'm like, can you believe it? They're going after this comedian, and I... <laughs> It's a different take than I had on the last one. Oh, what a sad... These poor people. I, I, I genuinely... If, coming here, it's almost worse. If we do this again, we're going to have a little bit more confidence next time. All right, fellas? It's not a bad thing that we all do right. this. We'll lift all this right? up, Dave. Thank yeah. you. All, all right, right Dave. let's get out of here. All Come right. On.